Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to a special video edition of Hackspace Magazine subscription right. drive coming to you live. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. You can, and you can see a giant life size. It's it's actual Lady Ada size. It's ginormous. Of uh, Hackspace. Uh, it's like the big checks that you get. We've been a fan of the magazine since it launched. That's right. Um, we've got articles in it. Great projects. Products in it. Um, lots of cool makers that mm -hmm. are featured in each one. And they're Great coming content. to the U.S. That's right. British invasion. It's true. And so um, we have a special guest, Ben. Ben. The editor of Hackspace Magazine. And hey, also author of many of the articles. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Where, where are you right now on planet Earth? I'm in Cambridge. I'm in the Raspberry Pi offices uh, just outside, yeah, Cambridge. The other That's Cambridge. It. And uh, let's just start off uh, right away. Um, wh what is Hackspace Magazine? How long have you been doing it? And can people subscribe for 67% off? <laughs> uh, right so Hackspace <laughs> Magazine, uh, it's a monthly magazine. Here's the issue that's due out tomorrow. Um, so every month it's 132 pages um, of making stuff. Um, so it's really anything that involves making stuff can find a place in the magazine. Although it's a crafting, a electronics, soldering, but also yeah. like other stuff, 3D printing, I know it makes yeah, it in there Yeah, I saw a food projects. Uh -huh. It's like you cover. Welding. If humans do yeah. it, humans share their creation, it can be in Hackspace. Definitely. Uh, there's a bit of a sort of bias towards sort of electronic stuff, um, but that's not, you know, it's not to say it's all electronics. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some stone masonry in this issue, everything. Yeah. Cool. Um, Sewing so and yeah. knitting and, and, and so, that's um, too. Yeah. Traditionally, um, you, you, the subscribers were uh, in the UK, and yeah. you're shipping from the UK. But now you're you're coming to the US. So um, people are always saying, "I love the magazine. How can I support it?" Well, you're coming to the US, and this is the the launch essentially for the US efforts right like now. Like now. Yeah, absolutely. We've been going, uh, so this is issue 28 goes out tomorrow, so that's 28 months we've been going. Um, yeah, we're based in the UK. We've, we have sold to America, but obviously we have to ship each issue, and each issue is is quite weighty. It's about 500 grams, which is... 132 pages. Yeah, we don't do grams yeah. in the US, but I understand uh, so what you're saying. About a pound, I think that is. <laughs> about um, a pound. So, <laughs> we're, trying. Uh, we're trying to do the metric system. We have a little... <laughs> we, we actually have a badge uh, that we, we were giving away and try like iHeart metric and everything. It's just like, we're just not there yet. We're going to get there one day, though. That's the <laughs> yeah, only so, thing that divides us as, as a culture. Yeah, so it's about a pound of making every yeah. month. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, we've been shipping it, but obviously that, that, that adds up when you're paying it 12 times. So what we're yeah. trying to do, get, if we can get enough subscribers, we'll start doing a print run in America as well. Uh, to do that, obviously we've dropped the price to $60. Uh, so that's uh, $5 an issue. Um, Including delivery. Like 12 issues. That's a lot of magazines. Yeah. And we have a special link for people. Uh, if they, it's at the bottom of the screen here. Subscribe to Hackspace Magazine. It's just hsmag.cc slash Adafruit. Uh, yeah. We get no commission. We get nothing. We're actually just excited to, to help Hackspace launch in the US because as a, a former magazine person, I worked with Make and Popular Science and 2600. You know, one of the things that uh, people can do is subscribe. That's how you can show your support for the type of things you want to see in the world. Um, when we go to bookstores, we'll always take a photo and we always say, we are what we celebrate. And if you want to see cool electronics um, and you want to see this type of magazine in the world, here's your chance, everybody. Like th this is this pretty much determines, you know, if you're going to continue to do the magazine long-term subscribers, you know, that's, yeah. that's, where, that's where it comes from. So speaking of electronics, 
and magazines. We have, I guess this is the first time it's ever going to be shown. Um, we have uh, the, the next issue. Yeah, it's a public yeah. debut. Yay. March. It's yeah. in March. You're getting it two weeks early, everybody. Yeah, so this is the next issue. Um, it's, it's all about electronics. So uh, tell me a little bit about what went into this one and, and what type of articles and features are in this. Yeah, sure. So, um, so every month we sort of split the magazine up into four sections, which we call uh, Spark, Lens, uh, Forge, and Field Test. Uh, the idea Spark's supposed to sort of spark your creative imagination. It's sort of looking at really cool stuff that's out there um, and all that sort of thing. Lens sort of focuses in on a few areas. Forge, yeah, tutorials and that sort of thing. And Field Test is testing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe the best way is just to sort of have a look through a few of the the bits so, yeah yeah right. oh, so, cool. first up steam engine clock Next yeah. oh my god you can make tea on it <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah this is um so paul parry made that he's bad dog designs he's just absolutely fantastic uh nixie clocks um yeah mostly using sort of upcycled mm -hmm. stuff he's building a during machine at the moment as well um it sort of reads the tape and uh, cool. it's, and yeah. then led glasses yeah, yeah. So. This is Mace Tech's project. So this is cool. I love the photography. The photography is beautiful in this magazine. And that's why print magazines important. Like it, it, you get it. It looks good on PDF. But it looks really good on paper. Yeah, yeah that's one of the things I really like about magazines because you know a lot of these things. You, know, you sort of scroll through on your phone. You see them sort of come through on yeah various yeah social media and whatever. But actually, sort of holding a a full. I mean, it's it's that big in real life. It's you know, yeah. It's up there, it's in your face, and you can actually sort of get a really good sense of what's in there yeah i like that the the ones that the, the creative projects you have really good detailed photos because i actually love looking at people's builds and like either techniques come through in the photography like you really need to have a nice photo to see oh how did they do the the um you know the rgb spacing and how did they make the hinge on the glasses and that's something that it's hard to see on a phone but in a magazine you can really see the detail yeah absolutely um, oh, yeah, what's Neutronics? Yeah, <laughs> this is a good computer. Yeah. <laughs> you this computer. I need this computer sometimes. I'm really torn between it being a really cool build and is it just a little bit of a waste of whiskey? Yeah, but still. But, it, it looks beautiful there, yeah. yeah. All right, so next up, DNA Sculpture. Um, and you know, a lot of times I see projects on like Twitter or Instagram and there's never a way to know who made it or more information or behind it. And I think that's one of the things that um, Hackspace does a good job. It's like, oh, like there's an actual person who built this and they have a story yeah. behind yeah. it. Yeah, and I think uh, that's, oh, that's cool. Hey, look, they did stuff. If you're, and this is a, this is the first time, we, by the way, this is the first time we've seen this too. I didn't get a chance to look at it. <laughs> we saw this on Twitter, it was great. Yeah, the, yeah this the, is the um, yeah. first time we've seen this. Yeah, this is Deborah Ansel. She goes by Geek Mom Projects on Twitter, yeah. Yeah. and it's it's absolutely beautiful. This uh, it's a spectrum analyzer in the LEDs around the bottom. Yeah, this is cool, and it looks like they did that like three D printing technique where you can print on fabric. Oh, neat. Or something. Yeah. Um, and then what else we got here? We got this copper bicycle. Yeah, three D printed. Um, really? Yeah, uh, some German yeah. engineering sort of testing out the yeah testing out the the frame design sort of bends to sort of make the suspension. Um, cool. And then you got Meet the Maker. Stones. Stone yeah. Mystery. Yeah, so every month we sort of go out and meet someone who's doing sort of really interesting making in very, in all sorts of areas. Yeah, this month we're talking to a, a stonemason who's working on medieval buildings in York. Yeah, you know, that's a, 
a question I had is, I, I know how I used to um, find people to write about, and I know how we we find people and write about them on the Adafruit blog. How do you how do you find some of these folks, or or how could someone um, contact you if they have a cool story or if they're doing if they're up to something pretty interesting? I, I mean, in terms of contacting us, yeah, absolutely. Get in touch. We're on yeah, Twitter, Facebook, or email hackspace at raspberrypi.org. Um, in terms of finding people, I think it's really important to sort of have a diverse way of finding people because as soon as you sort of lock onto one process, you find the same sort of person over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um, so, in fact, the stonemason, his daughter used to live next door to our features editor, and it sort of comes, mm. comes through all sorts of strange ways like that. Yeah, uh, especially people who are not online, who like they are doing these old techniques for decades and you know they're they're not going to be on facebook or they're not going to be in the forums and so you have to actually find other ways yeah. of reaching out to them yeah absolutely and it's there's uh, there's no one way yeah you know, it's obviously some yeah. of it is online some of it's going out and meeting people some of it's yeah yeah all right great stonemasonry uh, and then one of the things you have um columns in each one um the ones that bunny did as you started to launch the magazine were fantastic. Lucy's column, um, always uh, fantastic maker. I've seen her stuff around. Um, what type of columns are you usually uh, looking for? Um, so we always um, yeah have to. We used to have Bunny, but he's too busy now, unfortunately. So we've got Drew Festini uh, of Osh yeah. Park fame. Oh, look at um, this. Python on hardware. This yeah. is one of my interests. <laughs> so, so Lucy, you got Drew. Yes, we always give them quite a, a very free brief to sort of write about whatever really they're interested in at the time. They're obviously both people really into the maker scene and sort of doing really interesting things. So, yeah, Lucy's sort of thinking through what you would need in an apocalypse, zombie apocalypse or otherwise. That's funny. A um, uh, couple comments from Discord just to uh, yeah. share with the team uh, if you want later. Uh, love the magazine. Tempted to get a second subscription for the <laughs> content, of course, uh, not the lower price and and just freebies. Uh, and then some people uh, said, "Yeah, this was uh, we had Hackspace in our Ada box." Um, ah, yes. And uh, folks really liked that. And then folks wanted to know: Is it a physical magazine only, or is there ways to get it digitally? Yeah, absolutely. So we're yeah, physical way is, I don't know, it's what we spend the most time, it's what we love as a product. Um, but yeah, you can download it. And we put every issue online uh, as a uh, download for free at hsmag.cc. Um, you can just grab the PDF there and look at it. Because I, so it, we're made by Raspberry Pi. We don't focus on Raspberry Pi as a product in the magazine, but uh, Raspberry Pi, and we're an educational charity. So one of the things we want to do is just get people out there and making. So our remit is really, it's more than just making a magazine to make a profit. It's to sort of try and promote making in the world and yeah, the downloads there so everyone can access it. Yeah, and I think sometimes um, folks just want to support, you know, the magazine. Like I, I download it, but I'm also a subscriber. Like I, you know, I throw it on my iPad. Um, yeah, the article that I'm going to read after we're done, because um, I didn't know this was in there, is Python on hardware. Uh, Drew's doing the badge for Open Hardware Summit. Yeah. Um, along with uh, Alex and Michael. Oshpark's a sponsor, uh, DigiKey's a sponsor, yeah. Sparkfun's a sponsor. So it's neat to see kind of some of the changing uh, and uh, evolution of electronics. Like processors are fast enough now, so you can run an interpreted language like Python. Um, and that's usually one of the features you do. Um, you seem to you, you seem to know the Python. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I've sort of gone through a sort of a weird and twisting career to get here, but I was yeah, a Python programmer for a little while. So, but one I, thing, yeah, one of the things Drew talks about that I didn't actually realise is that you can use Python to actually design hardware. It's like a VDHL, VHDL um, type thing. Yeah, Python is it's for data sciences, it's for education, it's for high-end computing. Like it's one of the neat things about it is as it's become uh, the programming language taught in schools like France, it's the national language. It's always kind of a weird thing to say. It's like no, that's that's it's a, it's a national programming language. Um, it's neat to see it, uh, no pun intended, snake its way to all sorts of other things. It's such a uh, batteries included language that you can literally get a library for something. You can literally just like, okay, I want this, this, and this, and now you're you're, you're off to the races and you don't have to spend all that time reinventing. You could do uh, rapid iteration with the REPL. So we found like, as soon as it was possible to do with hardware, yeah, um, boy, are people able to get to projects so fast. Like you can get so much done in five minutes. It's still, you have a lot to master, but you don't have that like frustration the first five minutes is so valuable yeah. and like we're competing with like Netflix and like the internet and like kids attention in particular is hard to get. I think that's one, the, do it. that's one of the strengths of Hackspace is that it's always looking at the most modern, the most recent, as well as of course, like checking out what people have been doing for decades, like stonemasonry, but they're, they're really um, flexible. And I think it's, it's positive that looking at what people are doing that might not be traditional, in electronics, which is like my interest, or traditional in 3D printing. And in, you know, in, you can contrast that with a lot of other magazines, like the UK is known for having a lot of electronic magazines. And I read them and I love them, I subscribe to them, but a lot of them are really stuck a little bit in like the 90s or the aughts. Like they haven't transformed, like they're still kind of the same projects. And it's like, hey, like those are really cool, people using logic circuits or pick microcontrollers, but there's been like, multiple generations of change in electronics and making and people are like they're moving so fast that you want to have a magazine that is watching that and reporting on that and not just kind of having the same ham radio projects over and over again but like the modern stuff and i think that's how we're going to get more young people more people who are doing different you know they're they're interested in veterinary science they're interested in 3d printing they're it is interested in fashion uh, they're interested in sports and how to get them interested in making and crafting together. Yeah, I think part of that is just that we've got such a wide brief. Nothing isn't a Hackspace project. It's not like, oh, we only cover pure electronics. Or if it's not pure electronics, we can't include it. No, we yeah. can, you know, if it's mostly a tailoring project with a little bit of electronics to make it look cool, that, yeah. that's absolutely uh, got space in Hackspace. Yeah. yeah. And then um, what type of... Uh, workflow do you have to get all this stuff in? Like when I used to work on on print publications, whether they were quarterly or online or even monthly, um, it's a it's a huge process. Um, how many people do you have working on the magazine and what does your month look like every month? Uh, so full time on the magazine, there's only two of us. There's myself and the features editor. Yeah, Andrew. There's only two of you? Yeah, we've also got a designer, but they don't work full time. Um, we've got sub editors as well who are freelance, and we've got loads of freelancers um, sending stuff in. Yeah, um, as well. And so, then, yeah, what do you what do you work in? Is it like Work Express or like what do you? <laughs> uh, so the, the design's done in InDesign, InDesign? Um, Adobe InDesign. It's it's pretty much standard for the magazine industry, at least in yeah. the UK, um, and. 
into well, the text. I mean, I use LibreOffice, but you know, whatever really, um, yeah. whatever you like. This is a massive magazine for two people. To so how do you how do you break up? It? Do you have like first part of the month you're figuring out the features, or like did you already figure out the? Well, do you know what the next issue is already? Yes, yeah, so the next issue. In fact, it's on the uh, on the final page of the magazine. It will tell you what the next issue is going to be. Uh, doing woodworking next issue. Oh yeah. All right. I'm gonna get that right now. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Woodworking. So yeah, you have to sort of work them both in parallel, really. So we've got the next in terms of, like main cover features. We've yeah we've got woodworking coming up next. And we know sort of a few in advance. At least got a rough idea. Um, and, you know, and some stuff's just regular, you know, got certain writers, we just say, you know, yeah, we have a, a brief chat about what it's going to be each month, but mostly it just keeps uh, rolling in. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, the process isn't that formal. Uh, maybe it should be, um, but we just sort of. I don't of, know. If you, you're, 28, you're 28 issues in, like, if it's not broken. <laughs> and, yeah, it's one of these things I've always. Well, for the last know, five or six years, I've only worked on monthly magazines. So it's just kind of quite regimented. Um, and it just sort of, it almost feels like once you get the ball rolling, for the first year was a real uphill struggle to get the ball rolling and get everything going. But now it almost feels like the magazine could keep going and it's got enough momentum behind it. Stuff keeps coming in and, and everything else. Yeah. Um, but if anyone's interested in writing for the magazine out there, absolutely uh, get in touch. We're always on the lookout for people yeah. doing cool things. Is there anything that you haven't covered in the magazine that you'd really like to to cover? Like, I'll just give you one example that I I, I was not successful in finding the right people that could talk about it. But I I really wanted to meet the the EEs, the uh, engineers that designed part of CERN. Like they're just hard to find. You know, like the actual okay, like. You're making this giant. Like Switzerland. Yeah, well, it's just like it's hard to find them. Like, who's the person who's like, okay, like that's my that's my jam. Like, I you know I I smash particles. I wasn't able to find the person. There's people who work around CERN. They're the physicists who smash particles and they they look at the things. But like finding the actual EE that did parts of it. So that was not something I was able to find. But is there is there a quest that you have um, for the magazine that you haven't been able to to find yet? Because this is a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, I think in many ways it's the ones that we've we've thought of we've mostly been able to find it's the, it's the ones that oh yeah and the thought of that sort of the the unknown unknowns if you like um, yeah. the only the stuff that that's been a little bit difficult and um, we're still working on a bit is when you really need to make sure that you're being a hundred percent clear on safety stuff so if you're doing high voltage if you're doing pyrotechnics yeah. Yeah. stuff with fire um, that you know that's you whoever's writing about that needs to know that stuff absolutely 100% inside out and backwards and we, you can't mess around with that um yeah i mean you can put all the disclaimers you want on things like we have a disclaimer on our website about like hey be safe and all that stuff but i feel like that's just like that's just standard operating procedure i think as a as a company as a brand i know what we do we we just make sure we're not telling people to do unsafe unsafe stuff there's no there's no disc like Okay, we told you not to do it. Like we still have to try hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, yeah, there's all the legal stuff, but on a personal level, I mean, I don't, I, you'd feel absolutely awful. You know, if someone got hurt doing your stuff. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's like it doesn't matter how many times you warn someone on on a pa on a page on a magazine or on a learn guide or on a website. Just, yeah. You like what? What is your intention? Are you trying to you know show something? 
that that's helpful? Is it a cool project? Or if it's not, then like, you know, don't do it. Yeah. All right. Exacto blades are deadly. Yeah. And then the other, myself with those. the other thing that's happened over the last, because um, you're at 28 issues, so that means you're a couple yeah. years in. Yeah. Um, you also spin out books. Yeah, we do. Um, we've got um, so book of making we've done a couple of volumes of this now it's um it's basically a collection of our favorite projects from the magazine over the past year um also we've done a few sort of ones focusing on particular areas so this one i absolutely love it's the wearables yeah yeah by sophie wong and um they are she's created some absolutely stunning projects and i mean they're all featured in the magazine um it's one of those things we you, monthly magazines aren't for everyone right we accept that you know we're not saying absolutely everyone should buy this um some people don't read every month whatever um so yeah collect things together in certain ways so if that that's your particular interest you can go and get a, a sort of compendium of of bits of hack space makes for a great gift i think yeah. it's like especially somebody who's like i want to do horrible projects you, know, you can go through that book and, and pick out the easy ones start with those and then try other ones and then modify them and, and adapt them so you're not just making the same projects necessarily but being inspired and sophie's um guides are they're so um creative but not technically complicated oftentimes which i think is a perfect mix of like it's really easy to take something that takes 300 hours and be like wow that's an impressive like robotic dress but like it's impossible for anyone to build but sophie knows how to make projects and explain them that are like basically a weekend or two you could sit down you know get some foam core put together a little servo and then you've got you know some you know robotic wings on your uh on your lapel or something yeah absolutely and it's really easy to sort of get into that thing that oh you must do the most technically advanced thing ever for it to be interesting but it's not the case at all i mean even if all you know how to do is use a microcontroller to drive some neopixels and change a few colors you can do loads of with that you know you yeah, can really people love that I mean, yeah. like just being able to change the color of some lights is, you know, make it your favorite color, your favorite pattern is really life changing for people. They see how electronics can be a, a change in programmed. Um, I think, you know, folks have phones and tablets that can do a lot, but, you know, it's very hard to program them. And so um, I love how easy it's becoming with, you know, mobile programming, with wireless programming to, to do electronics and, and feel like you have a way of affecting the world around you instead of just like you're consuming this content and you're consuming, you know, you, you're buying laptops and computers and Netflix and you have no way to do it yourself. Yeah. And, and I always think anything that's not a screen is a really interesting thing to program as well. You're yeah. so sort of used to computers being sort of rectangular devices that glow in our faces. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, near pixels, adjusting a little servo, you know, it's not complex, but you can do fantastic stuff with that. And I think that it was talking to Phil a couple of weeks ago and I was saying like Britain is just so like I think like the BBC micro is such a like an intense like cultural phenomenon that I really see how um, and I think it's positive that all this that, you know Raspberry Pi and Hackspace's magazines they're trying to like teach that to the next generation saying like we had this awesome experience of computers that we could program. Yeah, this worked out good for us as a society. We that have, was so great. But, but everyone's getting older and we need to do that again. How do we do that yeah. again? How like do we make it in your fun? 40s, 50s, 60s, you have that experience as a young person with something new that yeah. you could control and program and uh, share. Now everybody yeah. has a smartphone, so like you don't get to program this as yeah. easily. 
Yeah, and absolutely. When I was when I was at school, we had like I our computer. Our school had two computers, and they were on trolleys, and they'd whirled them round into the the classroom. And it started up, and you just had a blinking cursor, and it was a basic, you know, basic programming language prompt that you could sort of start coding from straight away. There was no open an IDE and install this and do that. It was just a programmable machine that you wheeled into the class and let kids loose on. Yeah. And speaking of, so when folks subscribe, um, and if they go to Hackspace, uh, sorry, as, you don't go to Hackspace, of course, the site, but you can go to the short URL is hsmag.cc slash Adafruit. Um, the US offer also has the Circuit Playground Express. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. That. yeah. So that's yeah, that's that's free. Any twelve month subscription, whether in the UK, uh, yeah, UK, US, wherever, you get a free uh, yeah circuit playground. Not the monthly, you have to subscribe for free. People have asked, it's like, what yeah. if I've been subscribing every month, but it's per month? No, you have to go in on a year. But we promise you, there's at least one year's worth of circuit playground express projects that'll entertain you, guaranteed. Yes. You do one a week. We have at least fifty projects you can do one a week to keep you entertained during that year while you're reading the magazine. Yeah. I, I really love the Circuit Playground Express because there's so much packed. It is one of those things that there's so much on it that it's great. I carry one in my bag just so that you know, when I'm on the train or whatever, you can plug it in and there's stuff on there that you can program and play with and do stuff in without needing you know, your box of hardware or stuff. Yeah. You can use MakeCode, you can use Arduino, you can use uh, Python. People Super love people are using like Microlisp and TiniGo. Yeah. I think it's I think it's cool and 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 I like that there is you know there's also microbit projects, there's Raspberry Pi projects, there's just projects with um, I saw you had um, Play-Doh and LED projects. So really, like any range of experience, yeah. You could and then find here's your about. latest um, getting extra range in NeoPixels. Use Dithering provide extra range in dim light Ooh. so here's your your project that you did. and then yeah the fake candy does that so that's a that's kind of neat yeah. taking it taking it to the next level yeah because I, I guess like a lot of people i use neopixels um but the difference between zero and one on a neopixel brightness is quite a lot isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. gamma correction there could be a full article just on gamma correction and how that works yeah get to work on that Ben. all right so uh, we said we keep this about a half an hour so let's give away something yeah uh, yeah freebies so, yeah we're gonna do some freebies now normally when we're doing our show ask an engineer we have people call in and the rule is they couldn't win before and uh we have all these rules because we do a show every week but since this is like a one-time thing if someone won before with ask an engineer it's okay it's okay you can win again clean slate clean different slate. show this is the only time we're gonna do this now. Yeah. um so let's give away um how about two of these code the classic books yeah all right. These are cool. So this is uh, programming. What is it in um, high game? Yeah, or yeah. So the idea is we're looking at some of the the older games that were created in the sort of the eighties onwards. There's Pong. There's uh, oh, I can't remember them all now. And this is nicely shrink wrapped. Yeah. Um, so it's looking at the history of the games. It's looking at how to recreate them in Pie Game. Um, it's, it's it's half programming. It's half history. It's fantastically interesting. Okay, well, you can run this on any computer because like every computer in the world can run Pi games. So you, whether you have uh, Mac, Windows, Linux, Raspberry Pi, you can do this. Yeah. Get this book and then learn how to code by recreating the industry from scratch. Yes. And then you can wear that Atari shirt without, uh, without irony. Absolutely. Okay, so here's how we're going to do this. How are we going to do this? Um, all of our chats are in Discord because that's where we 
manage the chats. Um, before I do this, Ben, can they be anywhere in the world or should it only be US? Anywhere in the world. Anywhere, anywhere okay, in the great. world. The first two people to post the link, hsmag.cc slash Adafruit in the Discord chat, the first two people to do that. Uh, they it's get a link you see below. The link that's scrolling this entire scrolling. time. So just go to the Discord chat in the live broadcast live chat broadcast. where we're at right now and uh, just cut and paste or type hsmag.cc slash Adafruit and the first two people to do that win. Now, yeah. There's a little bit of a delay, which is cool. Oh, so people are typing. Very tic -tac -tac. People yeah. are typing. And what's neat is I can see they're all they're all typing. Do uh, it. The first two people are Joe DeVivo, DeVivo and Dooster. Dooster. Congratulations, both of you. Um, those are the first two people. So email pt at adafruit.com. Um, Joe and Do. DeWest. DeWester. Uh, congratulations, you won. Nice work. Awesome. So, all right. But everybody else is a winner because when you subscribe for a year, you get a free Circuit Playground Express. Yeah. You get a 67% off. It's such a good deal. So, this is it. And uh, folks out there who uh, want to support things like this, you can't complain that there's not a magazine like this. But it is okay to subscribe <laughs> and support it. Like, that's how you show that you want to see things like this. All right, Ben. Okay. Well, that's our show. Thanks so much. And uh, thanks you for taking. I imagine you have to immediately start working on the next issue right now. I know. <laughs> We've distracted you. I enough. can't even imagine your days just like in design, all in. Yeah. But the magazine looks beautiful. You guys have just an amazing job. I love reading it every month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's been good to chat. Okay. About all right, Hi, Americans. Cool. Subscribe. We can do it. We can do it together. USA. And, uh, for the USA. two folks who want, just email pt at adafruit.com, and uh, I'll get your address, and I'll send it over to, to Ben. USA. Uh, I'll probably just CC Ben and take care yeah. of it that way. Subscribe right. now. Thanks, Ben. Oh, thanks a lot.